your penis is the main thing that's wrong with you having a quinceanera. Yeah. I, I could see that. I think it's just for like female. Don't you have to be a 13 year old Mexican girl to have a quinceanera? Is that a 13 or 16? I don't know, dude. Something. I, Teenage I Mexican girl. I think it's their 16, their, like their sweet 16 party. I think they call it the quinceanera. Whatever quinceanera is, it, whatever number that is in Spanish will actually tell us. What? Do what? What is the female version of a bar of a bar, of a bar mitzvah? Is a bar, what's a bat mitzvah? Bat mitzvah. I think it's how you actually spell bat mitzvah. I thought, bat I thought mitzvah. there was a bat mitzvah and a bat mitzvah. Man, you're asking the wrong, dude. I don't know anything about religious crap. Dude, you're like half Jewish. I'm like zero percent Jewish. Because <laughs> if I was a male and half Jewish, that'd make me full Jew. Because it follows the That's mother's true. lineage. That's true. As long as the half was from my mom, I guess. But you wouldn't practice anyway. You got to go to temple to be a good Jew. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna practice anything. Welcome religional to the Discord Accords with Jonathan Steven. I wonder how that's gonna sound since I was moving the mic like far it's away. It's gonna sound terrible. It's gonna sound like you just couldn't <laughs> speak for some fucking reason. Like he was like gargling up. Actually, the funny part is it's gonna. By now, everybody knows. It's going to sound like the opening of this track is actually fucked up some volumes on the... Uh, oh, so it'll, yeah. it'll flow then. Oddly enough, this time, guys, I made the track before the before the episode. How great would it be to record an episode uh-huh. Uh-huh. while we're doing a Crash Derby? I think that would be amazingly fun. I don't think we would stay on topic, but, I mean, not that I don't we really know what have much... Of, exactly what topic would be. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, and we'd say it quite often. So look, guys, this has been a crazy week. A lot of shit has happened. You might would say it's been an explosive week. It has been quite obliterating in its uh, intensity. So I have two things to say before we get into what we were just referring to. One of which, I went to a barbershop the other day for the first time in like six years. Was it the bomb? Uh, it was actually real nice. Yeah. Um, now... I had like worked out two hours previous and it's really hot here. So I was like sweating. I was sweating when he was shaving my, when he was cutting my beard, mm-hmm. I was like noticeably sweating and he like had, he get he gave me a towel yeah. and he was like, Hey, it's really hot in here. Here you go. It wasn't hot in there. He was just being nice. <laughs> I was just sweating like Did Roseanne Barr. You came from a workout? No, no, no. It, well, it was like two hours, but yeah. it always makes me, it makes me run hot all day. Yeah. And I was sweating like fucking Roseanne Barr at a fucking buffet yeah. when he was trimming my beard. So anyway, he's trimming my beard, and it was really nice. And uh, and like I said, I hadn't been. I think the last time I was a barber, probably six years ago. I just started cutting my own hair at that point mm-hmm. um, because I just shaved my fucking head. Yeah, right? same here. Yeah. So he's like trimming my beard, and we're like having small talk, kind of. But neither of us are really talking because I wasn't sure if I could talk since yeah. he's like trimming my beard. You know. Yeah. So like I don't know where his idea of small talk is. Hey, did you hear about that explosive explo- explosion in Beirut? And I was like, No, I didn't. And he's like, yeah, it was fucking huge, man. He just screamed out, my family, and ran out of the door. <laughs> he was like, that would have been that, that would have been awesome. He was like, uh, or then like when as I stood up and screamed, like as the joke, I didn't realize his straight razor just mm. cut my throat. Yeah. And I was like, well, that would really yeah. uh, ruin the joke. Nah, um, it, would, it would definitely like add emphasis. But uh, you would definitely be committed to the character. I said no, and he was like, yeah, they said it was like a firework factory or some shit, and I was like, a firework factory? Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, it was huge, though, and I was like, this doesn't sound right. So when I got home, I looked it up, and I saw the cell footage of all it, and I was just like, because we chatted about the footage, yeah. but we haven't talked about the footage. Yeah. And on the footage, I'm sure we've watched the same footage, like, when when it starts, mm-hmm. there is flames in a building. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it doesn't look that bad. It just looks like it's on fire. Yeah. 
but that was like the precursor yeah. to the explosion. So then you see the red cloud yeah. and then the wave. Yeah, just a And I was just like, what the fuck? Now, I read that it was the equivalent of one of the bombs we dropped on Nagasaki in terms of TNT usage. That's yeah, what that's what it, straight de- devastation, yeah. yeah. That's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. What's the number now? 130 dead and like 1,000 uh, yeah, like injured or something? Yeah, it's like 170, something like that. Yeah, and, and 5,000 injured or some shit like that. They said something like $3.5 billion in damage. Yeah, that's not even a number to those people, to those guys because they're so fucking fucked economically. That's it it could have been like it's $14, and you're like, well, can't pay that either. Well, the problem that, because I, I know you've read more about it than me, so I'm curious to hear more stuff, but the problem, the immediate problem that I read about was the fact that they were already struggling with COVID. Mm-hmm. So now the injured have to go to hospitals, and the hospitals were over already overran with lack of PPE. Yeah. So you've got injured people from a bomb with nowhere to go. And if they do go to a hospital, then there's a chance of you not only being injured from an explosion, but then catching COVID at the hospital. Like yeah, it's a no, double fucking whammy. Like blood, you know, open wounds because it's all glass cuts and. But what what exactly it like? It, I, I know it was fertilizer. Yeah. So basically, what it boils down to is there was a fire. There's a fire in warehouse. I think the fertilizer was in warehouse 12. And is and the fertilizer fire. from like an old Russian bomb yeah, is what yeah, I read? Yeah. The, no, from what it, what it was is that there was a, uh, a ship going from Georgia to Africa. And it didn't say whether it's Georgia, America, or Georgia, Russia. But background is Russia produces more ammonium nitrate than any other country. So obviously it's coming from Georgia and Russia to you know somewhere in Africa. It was 2,750 tons of ammonium nitrate. The ship had some issues, so they docked in uh, Beirut. To, uh, to get looked at, and the Beirut shipmaster said, that ship is not saleable, so we're not letting you leave. We were impounding the ship. And so the owners of the ship said, fuck it, declared bankruptcy and, and left. And they just uh, it just was abandoned ship. So then they're like, the, the people in uh, the shipwright, or the, whoever the fucking harbor masters, probably whatever that guy is, uh, decided that, you know, instead of leaving 2,750 tons of, you know, high explosive, uh, basically, on a ship, they wanted to put it into a warehouse. And so they... At the time, it was a temporary move to get it off the ship um, while they did repairs or whatever happened to the ship. Uh, and then over the years, from from uh, reports, you know, that the harbor master has actually had actually asked the government many times to get rid of it, to get it off the docks because, you know, as in like one of the last inspector came through there about six months ago and said, you need to get this out of here because if it blows up, it will level Beirut. He was right. Jesus. Christ. So, uh, but yeah, um, but that was the thing. Is like there's actually all the harbor masters who are all on house arrest by the prime minister, or whatever. Everybody who has anything. Yes, to do with but the I read that too. It's like yeah. yeah, it's like well, we have emails to your department asking you to get the shit off our fucking dock. You know, every year for the past six years, and they're like, uh. So it's going to be interesting what happens. So the main the main point of contention is what started the initial fire because what it was is I think there was a fireworks factory involved. I think Hangar Nine where it started had fireworks in it. And so it went to like, you know, either fireworks or um, high explosive munitions. There might have been munitions being stored there, you know, like ammo or bombs or whatever might have also been stored down there. So that's where it's not really clear. But anyway, the fire s- spread into the warehouse. And in the warehouse, um, ammonium nitrate is required to mix with some form of fuel. Like if you mix it with diesel or kerosene or some kind of a, of a, of a igniter, uh, it becomes the explosive, you know. So that's that's what old McVeigh did. He mixed it with, I think, uh, diesel in uh, barrels, and then just you know hit it with a spark, and boom. 
that was we'll, that, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. McVeigh being in reference to the Oklahoma City bombing yeah. for anybody who doesn't understand it. I'll get to that here have in a second. Have you ever been to that bomb site before? I have not, no. I went to it like like Was it uh, before they demolished the building or after? When what year did it happen? It was the nineties, right? Uh, it was ninety six or ninety four, ninety six. Yeah, I went to it. Now. I went to it like less than a year after it happened. So the building was still there. Yeah, there was yeah. like yeah, because because that, that was also still when they were like the wall that's still there mm-hmm. was like still like it wasn't even because now if you go it's still decorated yeah. and stuff. As far as I know, I haven't been in like yeah. ten years because I've been they, twice. I they like flattened the whole thing. Well, I've been there twice, and the last time I was there was about. Uh, 12 years ago mm-hmm. and the wall was still up with the stuffed animals and pictures and stuff and all that. Right. But when I initially went there as a kid, I remember they were still like the wall was barely even covered. Like they were still actively doing it because yeah. like, it was like, I think it was like a year after it happened yeah. or something. Anyway, but yeah. So, um, so what happens is, uh, if it gets super heated, it got super hot in there, burned super hot and, uh, was a compressed space. So it allowed it to superheat itself to the point of exploding. And that's why the fire, 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 and then just Boom. And that's what the red cloud was. The red cloud is characteristic of ammonium nitrate, principal red cloud. So comparisons. Uh, Oklahoma City bombing, Tim McVeigh used two tons of ammonium nitrate to t- basically scrape the face off that building. And then this was 2,000-something times that. There was 2,750 tons. Yeah. So that's why it basically leveled, you know, third of Beirut next to close to it. I mean, a huge portion of Beirut. And then if you look at the before and after photos of that particular area, it blew so much dirt and it actually created a crater where the water from the ocean came into it. So now there's a water crater there, which kind of hinders their investigation as to what caused the fire, because now everything where the fire was is literally obliterated. Now, I know this isn't apples to apples, but how does that explosion compare to like a plane, like a 9-11 flying into well, a tower? It's not It's not even close. A plane flying is going to give you a couple of tons of explosive, maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's what I think. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. So. No, that isn't, that, that's nuke territory. That, that amount of high, that's probably one of the largest, and there are other comparisons too, uh, but that is one of the largest conventional explosive explosions ever in the history of, of, of people because the other ones were the 1947 Texas City, uh, where uh, ammonium nitrate uh, going to make bombs, I think, for World War II, was docked there, and a ship next to it caught on fire, and it caught that ship on fire, and then it blew up, and it just completely leveled Texas City, killed 1,000 people or whatever. Um, then there was another one in uh, Tulane, something like that, over in Norway or somewhere somewhere in Europe or Canada. Europe, I don't know. It was, there was another massive uh, fire Um and it was, it was similar to that one as well. So they're all in, you know, the, that was like 2,000 tons or whatever of ammonium nitrate. So there were rules in place for, in general, and even in Lebanon, I do believe there are rules about, which is what they were trying to, to follow, was you, when you have that much high explosive, you store it away from people. West Texas, a few years back, you remember that explosion at the chemical plant or whatever out in West Texas killed about 10 yeah. people or whatever. Yeah, I that. that. was also ammonium nitrate because they were making fertilizer. It was a fertilizer plant that went up. So, there, so but that plant was often, the, was mostly out of distance. Of course, people would build houses nearby because they'll build houses wherever. But, so, that it's something that shouldn't happen because it, it was basically made worse because of its location and just the sheer amount of it or whatever. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't understand, like, from, from a... 
from a storage perspective, why you would ever think that was a good idea. I, I, like I said, I don't think the people on the ground did. I think it just became forgotten. You know, it's yeah, the thing like you don't, but, but you don't like that. Like, so therefore like everybody's yeah. looking for somebody to blame, but, yeah. but when it comes to something like this, like there is no single department. I think it was a failure yeah. on everybody because that made everyone in that vicinity. It, it yeah. technically made them like it was, it wasn't safe. Similar to that, where we live here in Bellingham, they used to have uh, GP, Georgia Pacific, had a paper mill downtown, right, literally downtown, you've seen it. Oh, um, yeah. And they it looks made, cool now. Yeah, exactly. They've leveled it and made it into a park, this sort of another. But um, it was making in the 80s and 90s, and 70s, 80s, 90s, it was making paper. Part of the process of making paper is they had to use large quantities of chlorine gas to the point that, like, you know, ammonia in our plants up in Alaska... Um, if it had gone off and the wind was blowing into town, it would have just killed Bellingham. Oh it yeah. Have killed him. You know? Yeah. Cause there's Cause no there getting so out of the much. cloud. Yeah, like yeah, you're exactly. just in it, you yeah. die. And that's the same thing with ammonia, all those ammonia leaks or whatever. If, if the Craig plant blows up on the right day, it sends 20,000 pounds of ammonia into Craig and poisons half the city. Well, funny story after we had that huge, like the biggest leak that we've had at Sitka that created the mushroom cloud above the plant. Mm-hmm. That's when we found out we should invest in a windsock. Yes. Because when everybody was leaving the plant, they quickly realized they were sending them to like the direction it was. Like yeah. so that's why we bought wind socks for every plant after that which happened. Is, yeah, which what year was that? Two thousand eleven. Yes, because I remember uh getting that PO requirements like uh Kevin came in and he's like, Dude, we gotta buy wind socks. Like, what? He's like wind socks. I was like the things with the yeah, the directional things I was like, okay. So I was like, oh, buy some wind socks. And I was like, what for? It's like ammonia. I'm like, oh, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> well, what's crazy about ammonia, because like I had to learn about what it was and what it does to you when I started the plant, because yeah. like I never had a reason to know what it was. But yeah. like, I like, there would be like little, little let offs, like in the refrigeration mm-hmm. system, like it's just going to happen. So yeah. just a tiny amount like that, if you walked through it or drove your forklift and rode through it, like it would immediately take your oxygen away. And yeah. like it blows, like it's so frightening to me. Like if you if you just stumbled onto if a cloud of it comes to you you're not like there is no like making it out you're going to fall and die like mm-hmm. because it just displaces oxygen yeah. like everything you have you need to breathe it, it takes away it also yeah. desiccates your eyes it yeah it goes the moisture out of anywhere your eyes. that's there's moisture like it's just gonna go to pull it out and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and it's so fucking scary yeah but yeah because it because it immediately basically binds with oxygen it pulls yeah. oxygen out of whatever pulls it out of you know water pulls it out of your lungs when someone was explaining. Uh, moaning to me uh, at the facility like my first year they were like anywhere there's moisture it's gonna go so he's like your crotch uh this and yeah. i like, the Straight, first starts the, with the, the first thing you started out was the crotch yeah, thanks like, man my, like, my mouth and my eyeballs <laughs> it's like first it's gonna eat your dick you're like sir why is that. your crotch wet actually don't answer that <laughs> he's like well you know this girl no i don't want to hear it uh yeah so anyway so that's uh still an ongoing situation over there in uh in well Beirut. yesterday our lord and savior um, he said there was an attack. Said that was an attack. Yeah, you know, it's like, and there's like, I was just watching that. It's like, so, like, like uh, Russia, Syria, Russia, um, U- European Union, uh, China, uh, Great Britain, France, who's really good friends with Lebanon, because I think they actually, French is one of those languages they speak in Lebanon. Um, anyway, they're all pledging support left. So and was right. Israel, and that, that was getting to that. And, yeah. it, and Israel, the bitterest of enemies of these people, who everybody looked at first when a bomb goes off in Lebanon, they're like, fucking Israel. They're like, dude, we didn't do it. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like they even they're volunteering to go over and help. And I made the joke. It's like, yeah, because they want to figure out how, where the, where else they store munitions and how they catch the fire <laughs> to burn the country down faster. But anyway, so even there, and our country, good old America's like it was an attack. 
Are you going to aid him? It's like, um... And that was it. <laughs> we don't know from who or where or why or anything, but it rest assured, aliens. it was an attack. It was an attack, and someone should be punished for it. It's probably Joe Biden. Yeah, for sure. Lock him up. Lock up Joe um, Biden. So, yeah, that was... Uh, Biden response. I don't remember if I was there. That was a big That was a big story. It's actually really hard to follow that up with anything, but we'll try, because there's nothing really that... Sell- but uh, nothing no. else... No, we actually a, have another just as big. From Mulan. A, from a world perspective, Mulan's there's nothing else. Mulan's costing $30 on re- Disney+. Plus. Can you believe that? That's the rest worth- of this is just kind of nonsense. I've already forgotten about Beirut. Um, but I am upset about the Mulan situation, because here's the deal. I am very... I don't care about I want to see it, because I love Mulan. I love the cartoon, and I understand there's no music, and there's no Mushu... And like I know they did all this shit, but it, this. So PG- what you're saying is I might actually like the movie. Well, they they took out the music because China doesn't like musicals. They yeah. took out Mushu because they don't want the cartoon aspect. It's gonna be PG-13. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be good choreography, fight choreography. It has like a 250 million dollar budget. It's gonna look fucking good, right? So everybody's been waiting on Disney to see what they're gonna do because allegedly now when I say this, I'm not saying this with any amount of pity. Yeah. I could not give less of a flying fuck what these pieces of shit lose. But allegedly, Disney has lost like $5 billion, give or take, that they've mm-hmm. estimated they've Good. lost since all this started. So they're going to put it on Disney Plus, and it's 30 bucks to rent it. So you have to have Disney Plus, and then you pay 30 bucks to rent it. And that's just a really interesting strategy. And I'm actually more curious to see how it's going to play out, because I'm not going to pay $30 for yeah. it. But I want to see how it's going to play out, because... How much was Trolls World Tour? 20 20 okay now so my, but, most of them have been 20 bucks right yeah but mind you all the ones that have been 20 bucks like king of staten island mm-hmm. trolls that other one that dropped none of them had a budget over 100 million even trolls 2 had a 90 million dollar budget this motherfucker's 250 million so disney's taking a huge gamble because mm-hmm. they they have to recover some of that cost well the, the bottom line is i in my opinion is everybody's and I guess they have to. It's like the, the whole wait for the theaters to come back open yeah. so we can, you know, fuck you over the theaters and make our money back ain't going to work out. It's not. It's not going to work out. So now they're basically like, well, fuck you over in the digital. And guess what? It might work out just because that's the new thing. I mean, that's that's. And what- also everyone's sitting at home and, the, and their kids want to watch something and all that. That's why Trolls did mm-hmm. so well. Yeah. But I mean, dude, think of like these, the financial situation. Like, a, like I would I would actually say probably close to what a third of the country's in mm-hmm. like, well, like a bad financial yeah. situation. So it's like a lot of your demographic, the people in the, like the middle class well, and stuff that would have went to the theaters don't have any money. Well, the other problem, well, the thing about that is take our friend who has the twin boys. Yeah. If he was to go to Mulan at a theater, it'd cost him 80 bucks. Well, I understand all that, but I'm not so, talking about, I'm not talking about someone who has yeah. a job and makes good money. I'm talking about well, even, what, what I'm getting at is even though, even if the theaters were open, they wouldn't take their kids to the theater because it would cost them more $30 one time rental fee. And you have your entire family there to watch it. Oh, I, yeah, I so, get so that. Economic, but I'm, economically but I'm, still makes more sense. Oh no, it makes more sense. But I'm saying there's less people out there that feel that way than not feel that way. There are people that would still, yeah. like, they specifically only go see Marvel movies yeah. or only go see Disney yeah. movies. Well, Otherwise, I would agree with you. Yeah. We could see a shift in the model. I don't know. Who the fuck yeah. knows, man? And that's mean, the thing. is like, and, and that's what Disney's pushing. Disney basically, honestly, it's like, it's Disney's like, you know, they're like, we lost $5 billion. Like, well, oh, that sucks. Okay, so let's, let's uh, how can we make some money back? Well, we could do Mulan. Well, you think in 20? It's like, no, let's do 30. See if people pay it. Yeah, and oh, people yeah. pay it. Black Widow's 30 bucks. 
But I mean, you here's know, the I deal. Mean, that's I, what gets me. It's like it's the Black Widow's one that's going to affect me personally if they make if they release Black Widow on it because I will watch that movie. Yeah, I will pay thirty dollars to watch that movie on Disney Plus. See, that's the thing. I I, I mean, my my life is movies. I want to make movies. I love movies. I right. read about movies. I I worship at the altar of of movies in the theater, and having said that, if they release Black Widow this way, they could say, oh. But we we secretly filmed another Avengers movie with all the original cast. Captain America's back. We're gonna put it on Disney Plus. Then it's thirty dollars. I'm not fucking paying it. Mm. I'm never going. Like I'm saying, I hardly ever use the word never. I'm never going to give them thirty dollars for a movie rental. I'm never like. I would even go so far as to say I may never do a twenty dollar movie rental because it's fucking absurd. What if theaters don't come back? Will you shift your viewpoint then? No. I'll wait till something's free or I'll wait till I can pay four bucks to rent it Mm. because I'll treat it like I treat it before I got the movie pass. Movies were a lot, right? They're like 13 bucks here. Yep. So I limited what I went to. Like, like even when you went to movies with me, we would only go to a movie like, yeah, it wasn't very often. Yeah, like once every couple months or when a Marvel movie came out or something. Yeah. Well, it's like, 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 fuck Mulan, but like a Marvel movie, like a true, like say Captain America four with, with, you know, uh, Chris Evans. I mean, like done by the, done by the Russo brothers. That's what I was going to say. I'm going to, I was going to say like, I would give it the the four months window that it normally takes in theaters, mm-hmm. and then I'd pay four dollars for it. Like I'm the thing is, I, I don't know. Do you think they're ever going to do that? Do you think they're going to reduce it down? Oh, oh yeah, or yeah. They're going to treat this yeah. just like a. This is this is Milan's so, theatrical and that, release, and that's the other thing is like, is it going to be where it's like after four months instead of like charging still rental fees, just like boom, now it's on the service. So that's the thing. I think Disney. That's a good question. I was thinking about that. I think anything Disney rolls out that they charge you for. I think it will be at least 12 months before it's free, if ever, on the service. Yeah. Like, not if ever. I would say it will be free at some point, yeah. but there's no way. They're going to make you wait as long as possible because a ton of people are going to be like, I'll just yeah. wait for it on Disney+. Plus." Yeah. They put uh, the Pixar movie on Disney+, Plus, but it was only in theaters for like three weeks. Yeah. Um, so yeah. they have to at some point because it's their catalog. Right. But the question is time frame. So, yeah. I don't know. And, and, and the fact of the matter is it's not necessarily about Disney... <laughs> It's about bless you. Sorry, guys. It's about the I like like what this is gonna do because we both know the market has to evolve. Like, yeah. and so and I think that's part of the experiment. I think they're gonna go like thirty bucks for a month, and then maybe they drop it down to seven dollars for the rest of the year, and then after that, it's you know free or whatever. So I think it's probably it probably end up being a multi tiered system, where that you know like you say where it drops down to the four dollar mark, you know, but you still have to pay for it. Well, I mean, this is a good segue for theaters. So Regal is once again, for the third time, planning a, an opening in August. And, and I think August 20th or something. In what state? Every, everywhere. Okay. And they've said that they, like, Warner Brothers have said Tenet will have enough release date or release windows in, like, Europe and China and America, even without New Jersey and New York, which are two states that they're, we've, we've talked about how the theaters changed, yeah. sued New Jersey, right? Yeah. So... I don't know when you look at certain like certain states that are being more strict about things. Yeah. There's no way California's going to open theaters. There's no way Washington's going to open theaters. Nope. Everywhere south probably will. Um, Unless it's after November, we vote that motherfucker out. <laughs> but there's no way. I don't. I'm not going to say no way. There is highly improbable movie theaters open in August. Like I'm back to I'm back to thinking. Something I was in denial about, the fact that we won't see movie theaters again until next year. Mm. I still say they're not going to disappear. There's no way. Movie yeah. theaters will never completely disappear. I, I agree with that, actually. I think I think they never will. I just wonder if they're going to become 
more art house, more. Well, more, I think they're going to go the opposite way. It's going to become more big studio. Like big mm-hmm. studios are pretty much going to take over because theaters are going to get more desperate, right? So now, like you know how some theaters were like, "Look, we're not playing in game because you assholes are asking for too much. Mm-hmm. You're demanding it on ten screens minimum. Yeah. This is bullshit." Because Disney was dictating what yeah. what else could be at a theater. So I think we're just going to see theaters have to bend to that and be like, yeah, okay, you win. Like, we have to because we have to pay the bills. Mm. Um, so I think we're going to see, like, art house theaters go away. I think we're going to see big movie studios just take over. I still think Amazon's going to buy AMC. If 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 whoever, what is it, the uh, who's in charge of that shit? Not the FCC. Who's in charge of making that, oh, like, uh, to keep MP- Amazon? MPAA? No, if, that's no, the rating system. Somebody in the government, some, some government the FCC, branch. It's actually. It is? Federal communication, yeah. If, if they let them do it, I can almost, I would bet money with anybody that within the next six months, when AMC runs out of money, because they have enough for one more quarter, mm-hmm. they are going to get purchased, and I'm 99% sure they're going to buy Amazon. Talks have already started. Amazon wants that chain. Oh, uh, Pate or whatever the fuck his name is. He'll let it happen. Who? Whoever the fucking FCC let it happen. Oh, yeah, that fat-headed yeah, fuck? The, yeah, the deregulated yeah. guy. God, um, piece of shit. So, yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. And, 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 and honestly, dude, at this point, I just want to go to a movie theater. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to go sit in, in a movie one. theater. <laughs> um. And just go watch a movie because I'm sorry, dude. Like for all the people that are like, if you go to like movie, like Seth Rogen said that Christopher Nolan wants to kill his fans. And that's such a pompous, self-righteous bullshit statement. Because it's like, dude, first of all, they're going to like, they've already had a commercial where require a mask. You need to be prepared. If you come here and you don't want to wear a mask, we will not let you in a movie. Like, that's weird. Uh, quick segue. I'll come back to it. Go ahead. Well, that's it. Like so, so they're gonna have cleaning procedures. They're gonna be like half capacity. Um, there is no con. There's gonna be contact free concessions. Yeah. Like everything they can do to be safe. Like they're gonna have filters and all for the air and no, no. Like they're gonna be careful with how they circulate it. There'll be plenty of space between everybody, so it won't be like as convenient as it used to be. But at least we'll have it back. And like to say that something so stupid like this this studio or this filmmaker pushing for the release, oh he just doesn't care about his fans. It's like that's an ignorant statement. I'm no, sorry. No, well, what were you gonna say? Good. I was gonna say like for the first time ever, I actually saw someone get mad about wearing a mask. Like in person? Yeah, like oh, I was shit. I was in the drive-through at a, an unnamed restaurant, Burking, and uh, I was getting some breakfast. Because I was starving this morning. Because last night I didn't eat very much. You'd have to be starving to go to Burger King for yeah, breakfast. Yeah, would. Yeah, it was. It was terrible. I literally fucking hate Burger King breakfast. It's the nastiest on earth. But it's the only place nearby. Anyway, so I'm watching the drive-through, and some I'm here with some. I hear some talk. I don't hear it, but I see some communication, and uh, I see the the woman behind the counter who's wearing a mask, like point to the mask, and it's like we, you know, we can't. And then I then I can hear it, and uh, and uh, she's like, it's the state law. It's not just my rules. It's the state law. And so then, like this real ugly fat fucks, like like just like grabs grabs his money off the counter and walks out, no mask on. Walked out of the store, walks around the front, and I'm in the drive-through, and over beside the drive-through is a big fucking oil tanker truck or gas truck or whatever. And you see him like waddle up to the truck, get up in there, and then he comes back down, has a mask, you know, in his hand. So he had one, and then he goes back in and put, you know, whatever. And I'm just like, really, seriously. Like you have to know you 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 just you have to. Dude, I think I think he just wanted to buy a cup of coffee. He's like, well, you just don't want to buy a cup of coffee. He's like, well, put on a fucking mask. It's like when it's ninety fucking degrees here, yeah. and I've just finished a run or a workout or whatever, 
and I go into a store and I'm sweating my ass off like a fucking refugee in this mask. Of course it's not fun. I don't want to fucking wear it. But it's like if I want to go in there and shop, you do it. Just yeah. like like I wonder if back when they said no shirts, no shoes, no service, if there was this much of a blowback. I think like, there, I think it probably was. That was in the seventies. I just love. I, so I saw really another really funny video. We'll continue the, the mask chronicles. This is funny. This isn't angry. It's just hilarious. This old woman was wearing a mask, and other people in the store weren't. Like a couple of people weren't. So it's like, of course, it's gonna take. It's, she's the police, right? So yeah. like you know, she's better than everybody else because yeah. she's wearing a mask. So she's like yelling at this person, and then she goes to walk away. This was my favorite part. She goes to walk away, and she's like, "I hope you all die." She's like. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody's like, did, did that woman, did that old lady just say she hopes we all die? And then she's like, because you're trying to kill me and my husband and my family. And it's like, bitch, stay home. If you're fucking 80 years old, don't fucking go to the store. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> call, call someone. I just wish somebody would be like, you got moxie, kid. Because yeah. I didn't think like you still had that much left in the tank. <laughs> Angry old ladies. I just, the, the, the ironic nature of this situation cannot be overstated you have all these conservatives angry about wearing a mask say my personal freedom and they're all against like abortion and other shit that doesn't affect them mm. but it directly affects the people who want to participate be it whatever yeah. gay marriage abortion like whatever your state so it's like your body your rules when it comes to something that pisses you off Mm. but everything else like abortion or anything, you're like, fuck you. You don't get any rights. Yeah. You have no say. It's like, like yeah, whatever. I'd be like, those fucking unborn kids better be wearing masks is all I got to say. <laughs> Dude. So there's, a, there's this. <laughs> so every time right next to my, to my apartment, you know, that part of town. So, yeah. so like there's this massive sign that I drive past every time I turn into my apartment yep. about human trafficking. Yep. There's another sign somebody put up on the other side of the road, actually in front of Wendy's. And it's just one of those little signs you post on the ground. Yeah. And it's an anti-abortion sign. It's a fucking lie because they show you this kid and they say it's like 19 weeks or something. But it's not. <laughs> a child doesn't look like that at 19 weeks. So there's this poster of this kid who's like almost like it's a fully formed kid, like yeah. out little feet, distinguishable yeah. digits, everything. Right. <laughs> like and it's like, yeah, and it's like 19 weeks. And it's like, bitch, you use a newborn baby to pose for this poster. Yeah. Like what the like, fuck are like, you doing? Leave the fucking blood on it, man. <laughs> yeah. It's just Save this. Ah, it's an alien. A part yeah. of me just wanted to take it down. But then I was like, I don't want to be that guy, yeah. but it would have been fun to do it. You still can. Uh, speaking of which, I thought I was going to get beat up by a homeless guy the other day. He was fucking like an angry Viking. Mm. He had this big beard and he was shirtless and like, he was like super tanned and he was like screaming and throwing stuff and he kept making eye contact with me and I was like, man, I'm about to get my ass kicked by a homeless guy. <laughs> Where at? <laughs> Over by Walmart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Cause normally they're pretty peaceful. But this guy was not having it. No. Three days in a row I saw him and every day he was just as angry as the day before. Yeah. I was right. like, you know, it's nice to see someone who has more anger issues than myself. <laughs> he needs to be escorted down to the old homeless camp. Yeah, it's funny because I told my wife, I was like, you know, I feel bad for him, but I don't know what to do for him because even if we called the cops... Those fucking morons are just going to be, and not that I'm like, I'm not being, like, being anti-cop, but you'll know what I mean when I say it. They're just going to be like, oh, we can't do anything. Yeah. He, has he done anything? Is he destroying any property? Well, no, but he seems like a rabid animal and he probably could beat someone to death. So we may want to get in front of this. Nope. Call us back if he destroys property yeah. or hurts Wait anybody. Wait until he actually hurts somebody, then call us back. 
But aside from that, it's like, yeah, dude, I wish that there was some way to get guys like that help, but I don't know what to do because, like, the shelters can't make them go. Yeah. Like, so. Nope. Just insane asylums that they used to be in. Did you uh, did you watch the trailer for that Scottish movie I put in there? I did. About, dude, that looks pretty That looks hilarious. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's an Amazon, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it's basically, a, it's about these Scottish, it's, it's a Scottish movie, and they go out for, like, this boys' camping trip. Survival thing. Yeah, and they end up getting hunted, and some other shit happens, and it looks fucking... I love that shit. It does look good, yeah. Human hunting in general is Human hunting in in a language that almost sounds like English, that you can understand every fourth word. Yeah. It's the best movies ever. It's like train spotting. I love it when he's like... What was his name? DJ something? Yeah, DJ... uh, I don't remember. And he's like, uh, real name? And he walks over and tells him, and he comes back, and his friend's like, oh, what you say? He's like, I told him to fuck off. Like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Fist bumps, like, yeah. His name was like William Paramore no, or some w- shit. W- William Boudreau or something like that. <laughs> like Boudreau. Um, and on the topic of Amazon, yeah. As much uh, as I hate, as much as I hate to praise them, Das Boys. I am so pumped for Boys. I, f- season I finally watched two. the second trailer. You did, yeah, dude. I- I'm convinced that uh, Carl Urban is like he has somehow ended up being perfect casting twice because mm-hmm. I still think he's like. The greatest casting for Judge Dredd. Like, he uh, was just, he was perfect, right? And then for this show, I can't imagine anyone that else. That makes up for the extreme miscasting of him as Dr. McCoy in the new Star Wars. Oh, tracks. I loved him in that. Oh, I loved him in that, no, too. He, yeah, I he, loved all he, that. He, he's like a six-foot-four muscle dude, and he's playing like a timid little schoolboy. It does, it's a, it's yeah, a bad man, fit. Yeah, man, they're, bad they're back fit. and forth, dude, especially in the second one. Where he just kept rattling off metaphors mm-hmm. to the point to where finally Kirk was like, "Can you cut it out with the metaphors?" Because there was like five <laughs> metaphors in a row. I just I really liked him in that role. But I'm not like a Star Trek yeah. fan. I just like that. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't even tell you what the original DeForest Kelly what was like. I don't know what he was like or anything. He was, but that's the thing. He was old. I mean, he was like an old crotchety man. Is what it was. For that one, there's two for for Star Trek. There's two perfect castings in that Simon Pegg. Was like perfect casting as uh, as what's his face as Scotty, as, as Scotty. Engineer, yeah. but Anton Yelchin was like the greatest casting ever. Like yeah. I loved him in those movies. Oh, yeah. Like he was so fucking good. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Bro. Anyway, the boys, dude. Uh, you know they've already got greenlit for season three. Of course, why wouldn't you? So I'm actually probably gonna rewatch season one to get ready for season two. Let's I don't greenlight season twenty seven because it's I just, gonna be good. I just don't know if there's a like a, a a better show on streaming in terms of like just the sheer over the top violent sex crazy zany shit but it all works yeah. none of it seems like edge lord none of it seems like we're just doing this to be over the top it's all pretty organic yeah and it fucking works and this season it looks like they're going to dive into like using terror as a manipulation mm-hmm. tool and really they're the ones causing the terror very similar to a certain government yeah and uh it just looks it looks good man um, no it, do, it does look good and i like the fact they're branching out and like the more hero on hero action so have you read all of the graphic novel uh i no i've only actually read let's it was a, it was a comic book series it wasn't a graphic novel oh, okay. so the series there i think it was five or six series or seasons if you will or whatever i think i read the first two so I, I, I still know, that I, but I did, I did. I went back and I read like the wiki on it, so I know I know the, the plots of the comics and where it goes. So yeah, but uh, yeah, it's gonna should be an interesting ride if it follows the comics a bit. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited. Um, 
Did you read any about the seeds in Chi- the seeds from China? Yeah, I've read. It's like I've read a whole bunch about it, but nothing I've read actually tells you what the seeds are. Like, I don't think anybody what, knows. What, well, plant it, grow it, geneticize well, Somebody it. did. That's the thing. Like some woman in Louisiana grew it, even though. Yeah, though, it's like even though yeah, everybody's like, like, don't plant these seeds. Could be like a space plant, like fucking the the plant from a little shop of horrors or whatever. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. I'm hoping for a plant that takes over whatever small town she lives in, and that's what we read about, like in yeah. two months. Yeah. Like, Thanks. it's going to be... You remember that episode? Of, you Have you ever seen Creep Show? Like, the original yeah. Creep Show? Remember the one where Stephen King plays, like, the country bumpkin who finds... Who, like, the meteor lands? Oh, and he yeah. just turns into a plant. Like, by the end of it, he's just a plant? Yeah. I hope that happens. That would be so <laughs> fucking cool. Um, This, I didn't put in the notes, but I figured you'd find it interesting, to say the least. Nope. Uh, oh, by the way, we didn't explain this. Your people are getting random seeds in the mail. Yeah. And then they found out that it's China. Yeah. And, and it's it, some type of, like... Called brushing or something yeah. like that, basically where like uh, some company who wants to have good ratings on an online website like Amazon will send a whole bunch of shit to random people and then put up fake advertisements under their uh, under their name or fake uh, reviews under their name. Not really sure how it all works, but you know it's been working for a while apparently. Yeah. So so then they said don't plant it. This woman planted it. I would have been tempted to plant it. I maybe would have planted it like in my neighbor's yard. I would have planted it in a fucking pot in the house where you can kill it anytime you want. No way. I, man. I, wouldn't I put want it, it in, the, in the earth. No. <laughs> no. I mean that's the point. It's like, you know, but I still I want to know what kind of seeds there are. Are they just random bean seeds or are they like, you know? So yeah. I'm sure you read I know you don't watch it, but I'm sure you read it about it. Uh but the Crisis on Infinity Earth series that they did. Yeah. Where it was like a five episode crossover. I talked about it last week. Yeah, you did I, was, a little like, bit. I skipped like two episodes because I'm not gonna fucking watch. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna find the, the, the episodes like Supergirl or whatever. Anyway, so I finished up, you know, of the five hours I watched three hours of it. Yeah. And um spoiler alert, Oliver Queen's dead. Because he's the That's, Green Arrow. Okay, yeah. Because Stephen Amell was done with the show. Yeah. So they thought this was like the perfect way to do it. And he said, he's already said he's not coming back. Apparently, like, he's just done. Like, mm-hmm. it was just a tough. I think they did for eight seasons. To show you how bad the writing got from where it was, like, when he died, I was just like, okay. Yeah. Like, it was just, the, the writing had gotten and you so were, bad. And he was a character you really liked, you know, I was the reason you watched Green Arrow. Yeah, I really dug, like, the first yeah. few seasons, dude, especially the first season where he's just straight up murdering people. Yeah. I'm like, I can get on board with this. This is like the Punisher mm. using a bow and arrow just in all green. Yeah. Um. So anyway, they did something really cool. They basically introduced the Super Friends. Like, that's what we have now. Like, the, the, the final hour of it when they finally beat the anti-monitor and stuff mm-hmm. is like, Oh, well, Barry like has this old warehouse and he's like, I figured this can be where we can go when like the world gets threatened. And he like, and he like takes the, he takes the um, thing. And I watched the cartoon when I was a kid. So I was yeah. a big fan. They started playing the music and he takes the blanket off and like the tables there and everybody yeah. has their own seat. Yeah. Like Superman, Supergirl, um, Batwoman, like all of it. And, uh, and it was just kind of actually cool. It, it, very, the Hall of Justice. it was very nostalgic. Yeah, it's like their take on the uh, Hall of Justice. Unfortunately, it's not all the way there. Maybe they will get there. I don't remember Black Lightning in the cartoon, but nope. he's in, he's in this now. Yep. Which is cool because he seem, he seems like I, I like the guy that plays it, but I don't know anything about the show. Yeah, but on anyway, that's one of the CW. Which one is that one? They're all on the CW now, oh. as far as I know. Yeah, because you know they bought. They didn't buy it. They picked up Supergirl after she got canceled at CBS. Mm. So now everybody's housed under one thing. Everybody that that's in it. So, uh, so it was cool though. And they even went over like they introduced like they at the closing montage like they showed Doom Patrol. Yeah. Like they showed that Earth. 
they showed Swamp Thing because rumor has it since Swamp Thing got canceled, they picked that up too. Because, you know, the DC network that has it, yeah. they uh, they canceled Swamp Thing. So rumor has it CW picked it up. So they're going to try to roll him in too. <laughs> so it'd be really cool if they can figure out a way to get Constantine and do like a Dark Justice League. Because I don't think we'll ever get a movie. Yeah. But having it on TV would be the closest thing we get, you know? That would be cool. I mean, the DC TV universe is basically where they want their movie universe. It actually, it gels well. It plays well. Yeah. You know, but they just can't seem to, but they for some reason you know the money gets involved and they don't want to make a movie movies based on those with those actors which you know it is what it is but. rumor has it Emil, Amelia Amelia Clark you know she played the yeah. dragon lady yeah um, and the Terminator or Linda Hamilton I, I never saw in the really awesome fifth term Genesis fifth, I never saw one? it I Fourth think one? it's the fifth one Dark Fate was I was started rewatching Dark Fate because I want to see some robot on robot action yeah, just look up porn. Don't bother wasting that time on that shitty movie. Mm-hmm. Just look up robot on robot porn. I'm sure Yeah, it but what's her name hasn't done porn yet? Who? Mackenzie Davis. Yeah. I know, tall, um, skinny, androgynous woman. Uh, damn it, now you got me off track here. What was I about you're, to say? You were talking about... Uh, oh, DC. Yeah. Um, I still don't remember. Either Term- way... Yeah, you're talking about Amelia Clark. Oh, yeah, she got cast, allegedly, she got cast as uh, Zantana, Zantana. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that means so, she'll be wearing some very skimpy, non-pants outfits. I'm sure they'll make it more PC, you know, mm, all that. That's terrible. Um, so, uh, but on top of that, we'll roll it into Zack Snyder continues to talk about the director's cut he's uh, working on. He doesn't on. continue to talk. He continues to just, like, uh, be an eagle maniacal dick swinging no I, i'm disagreeing on that hardcore you haven't been following it as closely as i have the I fans just, i was just reading the article you sent me the fans want this and he has every right to be mad about the bullshit joss whedon did and not just that joss whedon is getting buried lately because he can't defend himself because apparently everything being said is true yeah so he can't come out and defend himself and i just think it's really funny that the guy that people put on this pedestal in terms of like his 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 the way he had relations with women like relationships with women and the way he built that yeah. he's been accused of sexual shit and now this I just think it's funny I don't have a problem with Joss Whedon I just think it's funny because everybody shits on Zack Snyder and it's like well yeah whatever I'm pretty excited about it I like I love it I can't wait to see it four hours sign me up we're gonna get to see Dark Seed we're gonna hopefully not get to see the abortion CGI that is Wolf whatever um oh, steppenwolf. steppenwolf god that was bad he was going to be in the movie no matter what yeah i know but I, the, fought, hopefully but. the cgi is better but dark seed was <laughs> supposed to was be in it. are they redoing cgi yeah dude they're dropping hbo max is dropping like like 35 million dollars yeah so huh. well okay sweet I, i'm pretty i'm pretty excited he mentioned that he's not gonna use a single piece of footage fo- saw, uh, shot by joss whedon because nobody fucking liked it yeah. like so, but I mean, I don't understand people. Don't, I, I I don't give a shit if people don't like Zack Snyder. But in terms of like, at least we'll get to see his vision, like love or hate, Man of Steel or or Dawn of Justice with um or Sucker Punch. With well, that's not part of this universe. Um, no, could be though. But uh, but love or hate that or Batman versus Superman. But at least this will finish off the trilogy. Like, mm-hmm. so it has to be better than the ninety minutes of shit we got. It has to be. There's no way it can be worse. Yeah. Like, I I think that's pretty safe to say. Um, but I don't know. I'm excited for it. Cause I recently rewatched Batman versus Superman because they have the ultimate edition 
on HBO Max, which is like three hours and some change. And I really, really yeah, I, uh, Jesus, I need to watch that. That thing. one's better than the theater version. Yeah. Because I saw the theater version and I liked it, but I was like, there's some parts missing, very similar with Watchmen. Yeah. Which is why in the conversations we've had in the past, it's like he edits the wrong shit out. Like he takes the wrong pieces yeah. of the puzzle away from the board. Yeah. And that's not the sign of a good all around filmmaker. I think he's a good filmmaker, but he's incomplete because of that. You have to be able to edit. All directors know that a movie is made in the editing room and he does it poorly. Um, so it doesn't bode well for him doing an edited cut of his own movie, but yeah, especially when it's four hours. Cause I guarantee you, I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to like it, but I guarantee I'm going to walk out and be like, man, I feel like he could have cut like 30 minutes of that. Like, um, but yeah, I will. Uh, I'll make sure you get access to HBO the Max thing, and then you can watch mm-hmm. the uh, Ultimate Edition and that other thing. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, the other thing, the Raised by Wolves thing, that was in there as well. <sighs> yes, Raised by Wolves looks amazing. Yeah, dude, Ridley Scott. So that trailer is when trippy. You it, when you sent it to me the first time, I was at work, so I just watched the trailer without listening to it. So then I came home, I rewatched it, and I'm like, oh shit, okay, that's fucked up. I like it a lot. Also, as a Vikings fan, not the football, but the mm-hmm. show. I'm glad to see Travis Fimmel doing something because he hasn't been in anything since that abomination of a Warcraft movie. Oh yeah, remember that we watched do, we yeah. watched that like pirated version years yeah, ago. It was so bad. It was so bad. Jesus. Um. Yeah, dude. Raised by Wolves. I can't even fucking tell you what it's about. Like I don't even fucking know. Yeah, it's about the Earth being repopulated by yeah, aliens in some way. It's ways, like it's yeah. so all over the place, yeah. and like the style looks great. Yeah. Like, that robot crawling around in that fucking hut is great. Like, the whole Three Little Pigs analogy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it's like... And also, we don't know what happens, because that final line he drops, like, makes you... It reshapes the entire yeah, trailer. Exactly, yeah. So, it's uh, it's going to be cool. You can definitely tell there's some Blade Runner vibes in yeah. terms of, like, who not to trust and shit. Yeah. Uh, so, that'll be cool. A little less worldly. Did you see the Black Widow news? Uh, yes, I did. That's pretty cool. 30 yeah. minutes of IMAX. I, I guess. Like, like I don't watch IMAX, but I guess maybe it'll make everything else look better. I don't get it. but Well, I mean, it, it looks it looks better on the screen, but, I mean, obviously it helps to see it in IMAX. Yeah. Like, it helps see the complete thing. Nah, I don't pay for IMAX. But uh, also, did you see Sam Rockwell is going to be Merle Haggard, and yeah, he's going to do the singing so himself? that's so cool. That's fucking awesome. Cool, uh, Merle. So, uh, remember the story we talked about earlier, guys, you'll get a kick out of this. Um, so they were going to show kindergarten cop in Portland, in Portland at like a family movie night at the drive-in in Portland. And apparently the Portlandians, Mm. Portlandians, Portlandians, um, were upset. They said it was just as bad as birth of a nation. Which, if you haven't seen it, I'm mm. not advising you watch it. It's a great movie. But it is one of, like, the worst movies that you can watch to do with race. Yeah. Because it was made in the 20s. Um, it's a fucking puff piece for the KKK. Actually, it may have been made in the 19-teens. Like, because I know it was shown at the White House. Yeah. I forgot what president showed it at the White House. I um, don't remember that, but that maybe Roosevelt. awesome. Yeah. Um, not that I want to besmirch Roosevelt's name. I can't remember who did it. Anyway, it's an awful movie and one that if you compare pretty much any other movie to it, you're an idiot. Like I feel pretty safe saying that because it's, it's an abomination of a movie. Um, so anyway, they compared kindergarten cop to birth of a nation and gone with the wind as being as they said it was as problematic because of it's like 
view of over policing. Yeah, it's, we it's, all know what kindergarten the cops first, about. The first thing it was it was a guy. Who t- it's one person tweeted twice. Got it tweeted t- twice. Anyway, that's a weird weird alliteration. Anyway, first time he talked about the fact that it was about the uh, uh, what school to prison uh, pipeline or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, because basically he becomes a teacher. He goes in and he arrests a drug dealer at a school. And so, therefore, this person goes from the school to the prison, which makes no sense because the kindergartners he was watching were not the criminals. He didn't arrest one of them. It was one of their fathers. Yeah, it was an adult male who does not actually go to school, who's already out of, out of you know, uh, school, college. He was also physically and emotionally abusive to the mother and the child. Yeah, so it had absolutely nothing to do with pipeline from school to prison. So that's that's one error. The second one was, yeah, it was talked about the over-policing of America because a cop went undercover as a teacher, which, by the way, in the end, spoiler fucking alert, he quits the police force to become a teacher. So that's actually an okay message. Because it ended up being fulfilling to him? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, uh, I don't really know what the fuck they're smoking down in Portlandia these days. Now, I will tell you what they should have done was went after the more egregious sequel... Starring Dolph Lundgren. There was a sequel? <laughs> Starring, Dolph, Starring Dolph, Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. That right there, I, I, A, I didn't know that. B, I'm glad I didn't know that. And C, I'm never going to watch that because that sounds terrible. So, that's funny. Also, Kindergarten Cop is a great fucking movie. And I love it. And I watched it so many times growing up. And my dad did not want us to hear the part because, like, ultra conservative and shit... We weren't allowed to hear the part where the, where the one kid says boys have penises and girls have vaginas because, you know, anatomy is of yeah. the devil. So it's for right. years, we I didn't know what he know. said because, you know, how in the back in the day, if you're yeah. recording something, if you hit pause, it just yeah. stops recording. Yeah. Then you hit play and it picks up again. So there was just a cut there. Yeah. There were several movies. I didn't even know what happened in certain scenes until I got older to watch wow. them. <laughs> so, Your parents are real policers, man. So... uh he was uh, like uh, on on that note. He was also really bad at swear, like uh, pausing uh, on the swear words. So it'd be like "son of a bitch." So he would pause it, and he would bleep out the "son of a." So when you're watching it, all you would hear is "bitch," and it's like you missed the you got the wrong thing. It's really funny. Um, anyway, there's a lot of people doing a lot of good things in terms of protest and 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 fighting for rights and stuff in Portland. Yeah, but like the, the federal police. But the. <laughs> Yeah, the feds. <laughs> the feds are doing a great job. But the pocket of people that are that are getting up in a in, in arms about kindergarten cop, uh, you're fucking idiots. Like. All we are about to see is another McCarthyism going the other direction. That's all we are. We're going to get fucking accusatory about anybody who doesn't fit the the socialist profile and doesn't eat drink the Kool Aid about what we need to correct in this country is going to be labeled uh, criminal. And uh, either canceled or arrested or you know, doxxed or whatever it is and removed. And that's where we're headed right now. So have Ex- fun with that. Extremism on either side of the aisle is so dumb because it's so inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't make any sense. And, um, and in 30 years, we're going to look back on all you people right now having issues about all this and that and the other. And you're all going to realize you were fucking wrong. I'll be probably dead in 30 that's years. That's okay. They will realize they were fucking wrong. Because that's what happened after McCarthyism. Everybody realized they were fucking wrong. No way, man. We should have blacklisted all those communist motherfuckers. We did. If you've ever talked to a communist, you're dead to me. Yeah, well. Trumbo. Hey, (laughs) you have shopped at Whole Foods, so you have talked to a communist. (laughs) 
I, uh, you know, it's funny because I'm still fairly anti-government. I probably would lean more towards anarchist views if I like took a test. But there's some really positive notes to communism. Like I would actually be somewhat borderline supportive um, over where we're headed. The problem with it is it's human nature doesn't lead itself to perfect communism. Well, yeah, of course. It always just turned into a dictatorship. But very similar to what we have now. Exactly. It's just, uh, you know. So we will end on a positive note in terms of our news, which is a, a deputy fell. He passed out. He wasn't feeling well. And um, he didn't even know he passed out. So the so the the cells got opened. The, the, inma- the inmates woke him up. He opened the cells. Yeah, and then he fell were, again, yeah. hit his head. And then they killed him and, and ate him. So they were fed. <laughs> this is the uplifting note. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but no, they they helped him, and they and they basically they got help. And it was three inmates, and I put in the notes they were better men than I. Yeah. I would have fucking killed him if I was in, if That's I was in police. That's what I'm saying. Because odds are, you know he was an asshole. So, like, the warden or whatever from the for, that took that opportunity to say, see, they're still good in the world because this guy treated them like a human being. And it's like, that doesn't prove anything. It just means that either they're hoping to get some time shaved off or go. they're actually good people, which I refuse yeah. to believe for the most part. Cause what if it's really what no their inmates are? They said they were in a jail. They weren't like a, yeah, they weren't a supermax. So odds are they weren't murderers or yeah. anything. They're yeah. probably like stealing some shit or whatever. Yeah. Point being this in no way, shape or form has any, like there's no correlation to like, Oh, he treated them well. And they treated him like like human like he treated them like human beings, and they wanted to help him. That doesn't mean anything. Let's just call a story what it is. It's a feel good story. They did what was right. Yeah. Hopefully, they get rewarded. That, that's, that's the bottom line. It's like you're like you know. That actually, it's hilarious you bring that up because I see if I didn't see that, but it's like yeah, he's making it about the cop. Like the cop. Oh was, yeah. The cop was a good guy, so they treated him. Because like no, they were good. They were nice people for helping him out. <laughs> you know, instead of him just fucking bleed out. So it's like, um, I'm sorry. He's like, yeah, there's a lot of anti-cop rhetoric, and it was like, well, a lot of that's because of uh, footage. A lot yeah. of that's because a lot of that's because of what's well, on tape. A lot of that's just because of police action. I yeah, mean, like, like kind of where that's at, you know. I'm sorry, man. I've known a handful of correction officers in my life. I've had a few like cousins and stuff, and uh, there have been a couple that were genuinely they they were nice. They treated them with respect, and and mm-hmm. and as long as like as they reciprocated, everybody was good. But 90% of, of the people that I've met that have been involved in that, uh, they're dicks. Yeah, correction officers are people who can't be cops typically, and they tend to be just complete assholes. Yes. Control freaks, power freaks. Same with cops. A lot of cops are, that's kind of the issue, is they're all uh, either ex-bullies that couldn't make it or guys who you know, just need to feel a power trip of some kind. So. So, so, again, weed them out with psychological testing with some of that money you take away from their toys. Um, weed them out by torturing and waterboarding until somebody breaks. Yes, and if he breaks, then he's a you know he's a okay guy. Send him out, send him out there. No, little, they little break. P- little PTSD. Training. They break. They're fired. No, if they don't break. They're, uh, We're gonna lead the weapon. Animals. This shit. They're gonna get hung up. And they're gonna get electrocuted. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> There's gonna be some people on the machine from Princess Bride. We're gonna have an array. It's gonna be like the Inquisition all over again. It's gonna be like the Hollywood Inquisition. So it's like, you know what? You want it? Like, okay, so nobody's happy, or very few people are happy with the way cops are now. We're gonna turn them into like the fucking Wolfenstein soldiers. Nice. Like the, the, everything is based on procedure and like just like computer like responses. There's no human nature in anything. There you go. Yeah. Like no. an army of RoboCops turned up to ten. Well, then that's just those are just Ed two o nines. 
What's an Ed 209? Thing from Robocop that murdered everybody. That oh, did, yeah. The thing that growled like a panther and screamed like yeah. a little goat. Yeah, that's what we're talking when about. When he got knocked Murder down the stairs. And, yeah. I don't know why screaming. I would ever make that noise. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I don't yeah. get it. I don't get it either. But, you know, Ed 209. That's the true future of policing. So, God, I love Robocop. Such a good movie. It has it has as much social commentary as motherfucking uh, Starship Troopers. Did you watch the Honest trailer for Starship Troopers that I sent you? I didn't yet. It's no. pretty fucking funny. It's it's actually we before you sent it to me, it had been popping up in my like you're going to watch you are going to like this, and I haven't watched it. Yet. Well, it's like we talked about that a few weeks ago because I watched it on the plane and, and on, when I was flying back, and uh, and it's just so funny that even the Honest trailer is like this movie was so convincing. That it was pro-fascism. That like I remember when it came out. Like obviously I was young, but when I went back to mm-hmm. read about it, because I think it came out in ninety seven, ninety six, yeah. um, people were mad about it. They thought Paul Verhoeven made like this pro-fascism movie, but it's like no, you fucking morons! It is mocking fascism. Yeah. There was a child in a soldier's uniform. Like even the honest trailer says this <laughs> within the first sixty seconds of the movie. Like, if you have to join a military organization for your vote to count, there is a problem. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's an issue. Kind of like you, know, like if you want to vote in Russia, you got to join the Wagner Group. So, uh, yeah. Um, so I'm moving out of this room when it's all said and done. Uh, I'm moving from one coast to the other. Back, really? I'm going, going back to the East Coast. I do not know this. This is the first I've heard of this. I'm going back to the East Coast because fuck the West Coast. Fuck the West Coast, <laughs> worst coast. East Coast, best coast. Um, not true. I really couldn't Actually, give a shit about either coast. I like the middle of the world. <laughs> yeah, like... But technically, you're not going East Coast. For some... You're stopping a little short of the East Coast. You're, st- you're golfing it. You're going to the Gulf, man. I mean, obviously, I'm closer to the Gulf, but I'm like a three-hour shot of like being in the East Coast water. It's okay. You, you're That puts you squarely in the middle of the Gulf. Um, But... Without I don't really, living on a you know oil I've, platform. I've been trying to like over the years. I'm like, man, I want to live in the middle of the country. Like, uh-huh. I want to be away. I've lived near one of the coast my entire life. Right. Really, I mean, I know Alabama doesn't technically count, but you know, I'm still no, near. No, it does. Like, I'm still like near it. it. Yeah. So, like, how cool would it be to live in the middle of the country? Uh, I think you would freeze your ass off in the winter and burn your nuts off in the summer. I'm already burning is. my nuts off in the summer. I know it'd be worse because climate change Doesn't has exist. made it to where it's climate, 99 degrees in Washington. I don't understand why you keep saying that because we all know a flat Earth cannot have its climate changed. That's true. Anyway, point is, I'm a fool. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wyoming would be interesting. Dude, Wyoming's always been at the top of my list, man. One day, who knows? One day. One day. Because all you have Negative to do... 25 degrees in a blizzard. All you have to do... Like, your body does a good job of acclimating. All I have to do is reacclimate the cold weather. Mm-hmm. But we both know, like, we rarely have, like, bone-chilling cold oh, days for winters here. No, not at all. So, like, you never have a chance to acclimate again. Like, dude, I remember in Sitka, there were winters where we would be single digits pretty consistently. Like, it never got super cold, but, like, I was more acclimated to cold weather... Yeah. But because I've been in Washington for five years where it just continues to turn up to a fucking oven that somebody's turning the knob up on. Yeah. I mean, it's fucking insane. Um, no. Agreed. So I feel like I could reacclimate to cold weather. Yeah. If you wanted to, you'd give it a jump shot. you go spend a winter in Naknik. Yeah. Yeah. That's a terrible thing. For, uh, dude, I, 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 that, that's, that, that doesn't even make any sense. I would rather just go to like Montana mm-hmm. or like North Dakota or something where than go to Naknik. Where you actually have some culture. And yeah, some where I have something yeah. that's not Naknik. I was just basically trying to flex because I spent the winter and a half, two winters in Naknik. 
I can't where help it, was it. Negative forty degrees. I can't help it that you're admitting that negative you have mental problems. Forty degrees Jesus because you Christ, chose man. to be there for two uh, years. Hey, I got paid. <laughs> I didn't choose. I didn't do it for fun. I got paid. Um, but, but honestly, like seriously, like when it, it was uh, like it, the first winter I was there, I went up in mid mid to late February, and that was cold. The winter, then I spent the year there throughout the next winter, and that next winter was actually the warmest, driest win, w- winter in the history of Naknek. So the winter I spent in Naknek was the mildest ever. It was still 20 degrees every day, but it was like sunny and 20. I was wearing shorts, honestly, because I could walk. As long as the wind wasn't blowing, 20 degrees wasn't cold. Wind's speaking, a killer. Speaking of getting acclimated, you know, like like from zero to, to 0.2 winds, fine. But anything like one mile per hour, it just fucking shut you down. But Because uh, that wind chill would keep everything so much fucking colder. Yep. But that first winter when I was there, I remember when I... When I was still there, it was right right after my ball showed. It was I was there for a week and a half by myself, and it had just snowed like nine, ten inches or whatever. It was the first time I've ever seen like deep snow and shit like that. But because uh, that was on top of the whatever else they had. But yeah, I walked out of the house one day and it was negative forty four degrees. There is no warm. There is there is no like I'm just gonna acclimate to this and get used to it. No. It no, was just fuck no. fucking like cold. When it's so your cold, body, your body just says, "Get out of this." When it's Get so cold that you have to like make sure skin's not exposed for a very yeah. long time, you know there's a problem. Yeah, like you're, yeah, you're, yeah. yeah. I don't fuck that, man. Yeah, but anyway, um, they do have that kind of temperatures in Wyoming and Montana. When I was running in Naknek, um, when I was there working, and, and I, w- I had to go on runs, like it wasn't cold because it was like October. Yeah, so it was just kind of rainy, but the wind was mm. fucking nasty, and yeah. like also like. Everyone has told me to be careful so many times while running that I was constantly, my head was like a swivel. Yeah, it should I was like, be. I don't want to get fucking attacked by a bear. Yeah, you'd be running along and a bear's like, you'd be dead. Yeah. That'd be it, yeah. Yeah, that just, it scared me so much. There's brown bears up there. Uh, Big fuckers. Yeah, thankfully it's flat for the most part. Yeah. So I could see, when I was running on the roadside, I could see... Yeah. Like all around me, but still, it's like and technically, I think you'd have to more worry about just drunken people running off the road midday. I did watch out for cars, yes, because yeah. um, everybody was drunk through all the. That's my other my. That's the second and final story I'm gonna talk about nagging. But my second favorite was the diet I went to the bar because I came from a place in Alaska where you go to the bar, you hang out, or whatever. So I was there by myself, I'm like fuck, I'm going to the bar. So I went to the bar, and everybody was in there, and they all were paying for their drinks with their coin jars, because they were so fucking broke. In mid in February, that they were actually everybody had coin jars and they were paying the coins they'd collect throughout the summer. That's bizarre and sad. And very sad, yes. Yeah. I was in there and I had cash. I was like, oh shit, these guys are gonna fucking kill me for my money. <laughs> but instead, everybody tried. They everybody knew who I was. They're all trying to sell me. Everybody tried to sell me their cars. Well, interesting. Yeah, it's like we got a car if you guys need one for the plant. Uh, it runs real well. I mean, it's a, it's a. What was it? So this was thirteen. It's like, well, it's an 06 or whatever, and uh, it's been up here for a couple years. But you know, you give me like forty thousand for it, it's yours, man. I'm all like, no, thank you. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but that's what a fisherman would be like. Roll off a water catch it. Yeah, I'll take your car, man. Fuck yeah, I got money. Anyway, enough about that shit. So, real quick. So, you're moving to the East Coast. I am, but real quick. Uh, the other night, I'm sleeping, or attempting to. I That's just laid idea. down. It's like 1.30 in the morning. I hear this alarm. And I'm like, why is our smoke alarm going off? Like, did the dishwasher malfunction? Because I started it before I laid down. And then, then I heard it, and it was louder. And I was like, that's not our smoke alarm. That's the fucking fire alarm for the building. So, it's like 1.30 in the morning. I wake my wife up. I'm like, hey, we got to get out. Like, you know, the alarm's going off. It's probably fake. But, like, you yeah. can't stay in the building. Yeah. 
So like we get out and when we when we, when we first get downstairs because we're on the second story when we first get downstairs there's like three people outside but nobody else, and then like two people like poke their heads out the door and it's like what's going on and I was like, I I don't know, the alarm's going off so we have to get out of the building like what the fuck are you asking me for? He's like man I got so much crack and marijuana so, and meth under my bed I can't get out of here. So I didn't see any smoke on the second story or the first story because you can see straight down the hallway yeah. for for units, but I didn't know what was going on in the third or fourth story. So we get out and then my, within ten minutes pretty much everybody's out, and it took like twenty five minutes for the firefighters to show up. I told my wife I was like if something was happening everybody'd be fucked. Yeah. Because they, these fuckers shit took bird to the ground right Yeah, already. dude, it literally took close to half an hour for them to show up. So I was thinking I kept telling her the whole time like look, probably some asshole pulled it like this is like there's no way this is real. But then I then I told her like when the fires showed up there I was like how cool would it be if I was wrong? Now mind you, I don't know if cool's the right word, but it'd be amusing. Yeah. If I was dead wrong and they pulled out like a charred corpse. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> like, this was it. Three people's dead. Um so anyway, after like 40 minutes, we were able to go back inside. It's like two in the morning. And um, the next day we leave and it's like one o'clock, one thirty. went to grab some food for lunch, come back, other building, alarm went off, firefighters are there, false alarm, nothing. So I don't know what happened, but it's like, if you pull, can't isn't that like a big deal? Like they we're not talking about pulling it at school. Yeah, no, like it's it's a it, yeah, it's it's like it's like you're screaming bomb or something or declaring something in yeah. like a movie theater in public. It's a terrorist threat. It's what it is. I, I think so, it's, it's like a it's like a felony. Like if it's above a certain level, you go to you know federal issues versus state. But yeah, yeah, it's it it was just fucking weird and it pissed me off. I think you're allowed to shoot those people if you see them do it. I think it's say well, it's part of the state law. That you can murder people. I'm not going to test uh, that. Pull fire alarms by accident, or you know. A piece of me did want to pull it again since it was already going off because I walked right past one. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so yeah, I'm moving to Florida. Florida. Actually driving down in a couple of days. Um, So we're not going to have an episode for a couple of weeks because of all that. Then we'll be back. We'll be back doing remote episodes. We won't be in the same room anymore. Yep. So no more uh, COVID exposures. Yeah. Which is good because you'll be in Florida. Yeah, because I currently have it. Yeah. I just didn't tell take you. it down there. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, it's not like we make out or anything. Yeah, but I'm actively just going no, around touching everything I possibly can at every store. I was wondering why you had your penis on my keyboard when I came in. <laughs> Dude, you don't need to uh, expose your uh, genitalia to give someone COVID. Oh. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> good to know. Um, Noted. Behavior changed. But yeah, so that's going to be interesting. I'll be able to give updates from hotter than hell Florida, and hopefully a, a storm won't wash us away because apparently it's getting a little active now. Had a couple of hurricanes, a couple of oh. tropical storms. Hawaii's been hit. Well, it's 2020. Of course, there's going to be a massive hurricane somewhere. Well, you know, they were worried about they were worried about an active hurricane season on top of COVID. Because mm-hmm. um, that one that just went they, up. Because the, uh, the wind of God would blow the COVID in, it's true. not out. The, uh, the the last one they had just went up straight up the fucking coast. Like, straight yeah. up like to the Carolinas. Yeah. It was really, Flooded yeah, it's always weird when they do that. Um, but uh, funny thing, I was watching this documentary, and they had these birds that they wanted to find out where they migrate to in the winter. Mm-hmm. They go south, but they didn't know where. Right. This is related to hurricanes, and it's actually really fucking cool. So they they caught a few of the birds and tagged them. Mm-hmm. 
and then they track they could they could pinpoint like what tree they were in yeah like in terms of accuracy dude those fucking birds flew from delaware to brazil wow here's where it gets really fucking cool so they started noticing their migration patterns would vary every year this we're talking about years of data right Come to find out their migration pattern was based on how active hurricane season would be. Interesting. So they actually wanted to put this theory to the test. So I think this was 2018. Right. The guy said, okay, so scientists are saying we're not going to have an active hurricane season. Right. So we're going to see what my birds do. Yeah. His birds left really early. Yeah. Like really early, like three months early. So he's like, we're going to have a bad hurricane season. So it is my data versus what scientists and meteorologists, and they're right. using like a conglomeration of data from years and years to say we will not have an active season. So June, hurricane season typically starts in June. June, no storms. July, no storms. August, no storms. Then September blows the fuck up. And we end up having four Cat 5 storms that year. I remember that, yeah. And then they have another one in uh, in October. So it ended up being, like, historically a pretty big season. Yeah. And he fucking said it would be because of the birds. That's fucking insane, that is insane. dude. insane, yeah. They're like, like, Leroy, what's your hurricane leg say? Well, <laughs> says we should be leaving next week. He's like, oh, shit, going to be bad, guys. We got to take the southern, we have to take the uh, eastern route. It's like to to me that's almost as crazy as like in certain parts of the in the world they've learned to pay attention to the animals to know if there's like a fucking tsunami or if yeah. there's an earthquake about to happen or any of that shit. It's like it's fucking nuts, man. Yeah. Uh, it They're just more sh- in tune. I mean, they have, they don't have the noise we have in our brains. Yeah, like it. Yeah, that's what it is, man. It's it's fucking crazy. But uh, anyway. Um, yeah, that was one of the documentaries I watched. So speaking of shit that I watched, but um, yeah, what else did you watch? I watched some Bergman movies. Um, you know, I talked about Seventh Seal mm-hmm. last episode, right? Yeah. So I double featured uh, Seventh Seal with a movie called Wild Strawberries, which is another Bergman movie where it's basically um, you can tell like Martin Scorsese he used it. He, he's talked about it. He used it a lot for The Irishman as like contemplation on age and mortality and dying and stuff right. so basically i double featured one movie that has to do with does god exist and if he does does he give a shit about us at all and then you deal with another movie where it's like we're all going to get old and die mm-hmm. uh so try to limit your regrets don't be an asshole so that was a really pleasant double feature. yeah i would say so yeah i didn't do that intentionally it just kind of happened mm-hmm. um I finished that Zach Efron, Darren Olean show called Down to Earth, and it was fucking awesome. The final episode was the Amazon, right. and they both did like um, one of those. Uh, uh, not they didn't do the actual what's it called peyote. Yeah. Um, oh, ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they didn't do a full ceremony, but they did do something with a shaman, and they did some really cool work with like some of the plants there. But they just went over like it was just a really if you like to travel. But it's to certain parts of the world that you can't afford to go or you can't go for various reasons right now when none of us can really travel. It's worth watching because you learn so much about all these different places. London, yeah. Paris, um, uh, Amazon, Peru, uh, Puerto Rico, Costa Rica. Like there was Costa Rica was really fun too. My favorite one was probably uh, 
Iceland because mm-hmm. it was just so cool how they did sit with like geysers and all that and energy yeah. uh, and steam. But anyway, the whole thing's worth watching if you like travel and learning stuff. Like it's really fucking cool. Even if you don't watch every episode and yeah. just watch the episodes you're interested in, it's worth watching. Um, aside from that, played some games. Me, we played. Uh, what was that game called again? Uh, uh, Ghost. Ghost Recon uh, Breakpoint. Breakpoint. I beat God of War again. Yeah. And Did you get all um, the Valkyries. No, I only killed one, then I had to give it back. Mm. It's cool though, man. I ripped her fucking wings off after yeah, I bashed her head kill, in. Like, three or four of them. It's supposed to kill seven. But I had to give the game back. Oh, I had to give. The, oh, I thought you had to. Thought you felt like I killed a Valkyrie, but I had to give her back. Oh no! I was like, okay. So, uh, I also started a show called Home Movies, mm-hmm. which is like this old Adult Swim show. It's fucking hilarious. It's on HBO Max. I've watched it so many times. It's it's a it's about it's one of those like kind of hybrid. It's kind of for kids. It's kind of for adults. But it's about a kid who makes home movies growing up, and he has a group of friends, and the animation's funny. I think I've seen that, actually. Well, it's, it's, it was really popular, dude, in like the early 2000s. Yeah. It was like the original voice gig for H. John Benjamin. Hmm. Like, he plays Coach McGurk. Yeah. Like, it's, it was like a pretty popular when it was out. But most importantly, a movie that you should watch, because I guarantee you will like it, is it entertaining and it's funny. It's called Palm Springs. I watched it already. You did? It's fucking, that was in my watch. That it's I fucking hilarious, dude. It was hilarious, dude. yes. Because I love that bit anyway, that, that yeah. gimmick, but then the way they did it and uh, yeah. and Sandberg, man, it was I, I, I really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, the fact that basically he was... Uh, way it, st- it started basically like if... Andy McDowell, A.D. McDowell's character, like, came to realize what was happening in Groundhog Day in the middle of, uh, of Bill Murray's, like, trip. Yeah. Because, like, because like, Amberg's been doing it for, like, years and years and years, reliving the same day. And then finally this other person joined him on the adventure or whatever it was. It kind of sucked into it, too. And he's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know? But it's like, I've, you know, I've been doing this for a thousand years or whatever. But, yeah. So... This is going to be kind of spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen it. But the introduction of Roy was great. Yes. That was fucking great. Yep. He's like, I smell you, you son of a bitch. bitch. Like, But here's the deal. My wife actually got to the point where she told me to shut up about this because I was so mad about it. They fucked him over. They they hardcore fucked him over. Because the movie doesn't... like it. it they're out, but the movie doesn't directly allude to the fact that they broke the cycle completely for everyone involved. Right. It's just more or less, they use physics to get them out. Right. That scene he shared with Roy at Roy's house didn't lead anybody to believe that he was happy reliving this life. If anything, it showed the opposite. He was like, I won't get to walk her down the aisle. I won't get to watch my kids grow up. Yeah. But I I think that, I think, no, I think they actually did show that. They basically showed that he, had reconciled with the fact that he'll never see him, but at least he gets to spend time with them. Yeah, you know? but that doesn't mean he wants to do that forever. They could have easily went and got him and at least let him decide. Did you watch the post-credits? No, what happened to the post-credits? <laughs> Remember she was on the phone at the end saying, you know, talking on the phone, and then it just went away right after she figured everything out. She made the cell phone call, and the next scene is she's waking him up in Adam Sandberg up in bed. Yeah, she's like, I figured it out. Yeah, so yeah. she called Roy. Okay, what and at the very saying? end he goes he goes like stomping through the fucking party like it cuts to the wedding party and comes up behind Sandberg he's like hey motherfucker or whatever and he's like oh hi do I know you he's like do we he's like do you know who I am he's like no we never met before and he's like you he's like now actually no he comes up and says hey you motherfucker I got your call from your girlfriend what the fuck was she talking about and then he's like uh, basically like he didn't know him so that was she called him and told him that how to get out of it. She gave Roy the instructions on how 
to get out of the loop if he wanted to. How great would it have been if he would have showed up and killed him and yeah. <laughs> not started over? <laughs> oh, it would have started over for him every day, though. I so. know, but not yeah, for yeah, Sam. Yeah, exactly. Sam would be like, I just don't get it. What's going on? Uh, yeah. So that changes thing. I didn't know there was a yeah. post-credit. Yeah, was I just a, turned it off immediately. Yeah. yeah. So, no, there was a post-credit. God, I'm they, tired of post-credits. Yeah. Why the fuck does everyone just feel the Just put it to fucking into the movie. Yeah. Don't run the credits. <laughs> just put the post-credit right there and then run credits. So that makes me feel better about the Roy situation because yeah. I really was distraught. Yeah. I was I was, uh, I was, angry. Yeah, I just left him in that. But, no, yeah, but but thing is like i said it left it open for him to decide whether he wanted to or not well as long as he knew how yeah. that's all i cared about yeah so that scene helps because the scene at his house didn't help although watching him kill him in a dumpster was pretty good i was like one more time i was like okay <laughs> side of the house <laughs> it's just hilarious there's so both of the like, yeah that's it i just do the introduction though man uh it was great and then what about when he did show up and he was like who the fuck was that with you he's like i was in icu and the nurse wouldn't let me go to sleep yeah which is what changed his mind about like waterboarding a guy to death, you know? He's like, I'm sorry, man. I had a lot of anger um, toward you. But yeah, dude, once you found out, like, Sandberg, dude, he said thousands of times whenever yeah. they were talking about sleeping with her. Yeah. So it's like, dude, how long have That's you been That's what I'm saying. There? I Honestly, like, I feel like he was in there for hundreds of years worth of days. I mean, like, yeah. but Dude, I'm sorry, like. To each their own, but I, the, the fact that those memories stay with me wouldn't stop me from murdering. It <laughs> just wouldn't. Yeah. Like, I would murder the, the girl who's cheating on me. Yep. I would murder the guy who she's cheating with. Just every day, I would think of new ways to murder them. Well, yeah, and then like 10,000 years later, you might get bored and decide to do something else. But that, yeah. was, that was kind of the point, you know? Yeah. Like that's, per, that's the definition of purgatory, you know? Yeah, but no, for sure. It just yeah, like, no, I would I would probably kill some people too. She was know? a badass, and Sandberg was kind of a bitch. That's yeah. that's what I took away yeah, from it. She did a great job. She, yeah, she basically learned physics. <laughs> yeah, which is hilarious. It's like how long were they like? Did that take? You know, like years and years of her going to that fucking diner over and over again. But some of those side characters were funny, and like uh, I really enjoyed, it, especially when he when he went over how Roy and him came to party. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, so and so's got some like some some dust in his pocket or something. So he just walks up to him and takes it out mid speech. Yeah. He just takes it out of his pocket. Like, you're right. And everybody's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, oh, you're a crazy man. Let's go. But uh, yeah, no. Jeez. But yeah, I love J.K. Simmons. I, like I watch him when he was talking about like when he who all he had sex with. You know, it's like yeah, I like what's his name has sex with me, <laughs> sex with me. Like, and then your dad's like what? And I was fucking. And me. that cut scene was fucking <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. It's like what are we doing? Yeah. But it's like you knew he had sex with the black dude. Oh yeah. Because like it was just kind of alluded to it, and it was like you knew he tried. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that was pretty funny. Uh, so if, yeah, even with those spoilers, if you didn't, if you if you decided to listen to that, you should still watch it. Yeah. It's funny, guys. It's a great movie. What else did you watch? Uh, I started to watch Dark Fate. I didn't finish it because I had you know something better to do. Um, Anything? Yeah, basically, I had to get up and go to the bathroom. I think, and I just never came back. Um, see, so played the Breakpoint with you. I really haven't been playing much in the way of video games. Uh, just spent some time outside, been working the studio some more. Uh, yeah, I think that's basically. I think I'm weaning myself off video games and starting to move toward uh, just working the studio more. So, question is, what's the next big game that's going to like take over your life? I don't know. It really annoys me. Well, maybe Cyberpunk 20, 20, 2077 or whatever it's going to be. Yeah. Because I think that may be, if it holds my interest at all, it'll be the game because just the, 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 the subject matter. Because I've been talking, I was talking, I don't, know if, I don't know if you, was it last night we were talking about that? I was talking with uh, our mutual friend about the fact that it's like, 
you know, Division Two is not as good as Division One. Uh, Breakpoint, to my mind, is it's the gameplay itself is as good as uh, Wildlands, but the menu and how you play the game is so convoluted and shitty that and and busy. It's so busy the that the menu it, and Breakpoint, yeah. oh, it's fucking atrocious. Yeah, it's terrible. So it takes me out of the game completely. It's like it's like I would just rather run around towns and shoot people than I would actually do the missions because the missions make no fucking sense. So, yeah, so there's that. And so basically I'm just, I'm slowly losing interest in that, you know? So I don't know what game I, I tried. No Man's Sky. And I think honestly, if I could just, if I didn't have anything else going on in my life, I wasn't married, didn't have a job. I think I could play No Man's Sky to the end of time just because it's, it's, it's a loot, it's a loot and shoot where you have infinite possibilities of what you can go see and do. Yeah, but so. I would put a lot of emphasis on the shooting. No, there actually are. You can, I know, you can but it's choose like, to be like a gunslinger against like these robots or whatever. But it's like so like there's they could do so much more with it because right. I liked it. It looks good. Yeah, like, and that's it looks thing, really and that's good. thing is, and I wouldn't actually need the shooting part because I I just like I like sci-fi. You know, I would play kind, it on a headset, cool. yeah. like on an Oculus. Yeah. I'd totally be down for that. But um, are but, you ever gonna get one of those? Probably not for a long time. If I do, because it just doesn't do enough for me. Uh, I like the Arizona Sunshine game, but I, it's movement. The movement is, is too shit for me. I, I can't stand the, the the jump teleport. Yeah. And I can't stand. And but I can't imagine how they. I don't know how they're going to make it where I can move through space well, without I mean, bumping thing, into a fucking is, wall. The thing is, it's going to get to the point to where it's like there's a setup for ultra rich people, which already exists. Yeah. Like especially with like, airbags like, like for three, shooting three, games two, and stuff. Two, or two, dire- two directional uh, track pads. Yeah, you'll get you'll get basically a treadmill and a circle around you to like keep you can run in directions and turn it and stuff and. Uh, because, I mean, I've seen the shit where there's, like, there's airbags in a vestuary, and if you take a bullet, like, the airbag pops, and, like, you feel pressure and stuff. Yeah. I've seen that stuff. It's cool, but it's, like, none of that stuff's ever going to be, like, like, yeah, you've convinced the public to pay $500 for a console. You're not going to convince them to spend $15,000 on a fucking setup. Oh, like a fucking vest. I mean, but, yeah, but that's that's the thing. It's, like, you know, you could convince um, parts. I actually might be able to convince them soon if we have to stay isolated for much longer. But yeah, it's like it's but main thing is the movement that bugs me. You know? I agree. And the the slight just not there with the graphics and whatnot. It gives you kind of the motion sickness and whatnot. But other than that, um, I just yes, it's not something that I'm super interested in. I think I'm I'm plugging out more than I'm plugging in. So in that vein, I did go ahead and buy, I need a new controller because playing GTA the other night. I'll play GTA with you guys too. Uh, playing GTA the other night, I realized I'm I, I, GTA is I mash the. Uh, the right thumbstick down because that's my run button and gta is laggy so like in your guys you just double tap the a button you start sprinting i have to hold that thing down and so but i'm mashing it because everything feels so sluggish in that game compared to like a a division or a breakpoint as far as like the movement of the character itself yeah and so i i i kill them i'm killing i'm killing my stick on my uh, on my old choices i bought a new controller but i bought the uh the limited edition cyber cyberpunk 77 2077 have you pre-ordered the game? I have not yet. No, uh, I don't think I'm going to because I I kind of got burned on that with the Division Two. I pre-ordered like the high-end package. I mean, everything's short of getting a fucking statue, um, yeah. and it just it really didn't get me that much. That's what I did with Borderlands Three, and I yeah. regret it. Yeah, so it I wasn't it. worth so, hundred bucks. So now, now, and I bought Breakpoint for twelve dollars. I bought Wildlands for twelve dollars. I bought the original Division for twelve dollars, and then again for fifty because I wanted the digital copy. But, uh, so yeah so i, I but double bought uh, the division uh one but that's worth it because that's still 
Uh, Division One is one of my all-time favorite games, hands down, flat out. The other thing is, but the game, we were talking about this earlier uh, via text or whatever. I'm talking about the uh, Xbox, uh, the X Cloud or whatever, which is their streaming service or Steam kind of thing for mobile. And um, they have like like you can take your actual controller, which is Bluetooth, and, and pair it with your phone and control your person on the phone from that. And if they're porting Halos. Eventually, they say they want to have every single Xbox One game available on your phone, which puts Wildlands on my phone, which puts Division One and Two on my phone. You know, so that'd be kind of cool. And then, especially if you can phone out to the TV, it's like, why would I have a console anymore? You know, I could just plug my phone to the TV, control it through the phone. That's just you know one more step of my phone becoming my computer, kind of like that software I have at work where I can plug my phone into my windows 10 open it up my phone as a window in windows 10 and control my everything about my phone yeah so yeah no technology is fun and whatnot but like i said i think i'm 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 more focusing i am moving more towards uh music and and being back in the studio some more because that's what i was doing tonight i could have been playing video games before you came over and i was like nope i'm playing playing the studio so the only thing I'm going to do in terms of games is wait until the PS5 comes out so the PS4 is cheap, and I'm yeah. going to buy a PS4 for really cheap, hopefully, mm-hmm. and then just count the days for the next 10 years until the new God of War comes out. Yeah. Because it just came out like two years ago. It's probably going to be like another six years before the new one comes out. They're so, really that, that, that far apart? I mean, it just takes so long to do the mocap and yeah. the story. Right now, and we're all pushed back a year no matter what. Yeah, now, too. so... I mean, I would be surprised if we get another God of War before 2024. Yeah. So. Yeah, well. We'll see. That's really the main one I'm obsessed with. Like, yeah. I don't really. Like, I Borderlands. Hope they, I just, hope they don't fuck up the new God of War. I mean, like, you know, do something stupid with well, it. Well, they already did. The, they've already done the hard reboot. So at this point, they're going to continue with the mechanics. Right. The only thing that's going to be what I consider a fuck up but other people may not, is when Kratos fucking dies, because that's like the prophecy, is Kratos dies and the kid takes over. And the kid's technically a god, so it works. So, But I don't like to see any of that shit happen with, with yeah. the characters that I like. I mean, I've been playing God of War since I was fucking 16. I can't wait for he goes... Does, has he hit the Egyptian mythos yet? Nope. That's where I'd like to The thing is, out. the next one is probably going to be like, you've got to fight like Freya. And, and Thor. Thor's probably going to show up because you kill both of his sons. Yeah. Um, Wouldn't, you've already played the, beat the game so did you get to cutscene at the end where Thor shows up at his house Thor showed up at his house yeah there was no cutscene when I beat it yeah there, uh, I was watching online I don't know if there's some I don't know if there's some way you have to beat it or this that and the other but there's a there's a cutscene at the end of uh, the God of War where like uh, uh, it shows the outside of his hut and like uh, lightning goes up he hears lightning storm or whatever and, and they're in there and they're like well the storms are coming or whatever and they shut the doors and it shows outside and there's a guy with fucking Mjolnir standing outside his house do they actually show it or just show the hammer just showed the hammer just showed the hammer what Mjolnir. the fuck I wonder if that was like some kind of weird promo or something cause dude I beat the game yeah. and played it after the game while the credits rolled and everything and I never saw anything huh. I've gone yeah, back do, to my house yeah. Do a search on that. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll look it up. Because yeah, like that. I was just looking at cutscenes because I, I I wanted to see the gameplay and I like I love I love that whole uh, you know uh, Nordic mythology yeah. more than I do. Because I even went back Greek. to Freya's house after I beat the game. Yeah. And like the story was like, should we even be here? Because she's probably planning our demise right now because she's mad at us because we killed her son because mm. he was trying to kill her. Um, so I'm assuming they're probably going to do that. Very similar to what they did with the first trilogy where you ended up killing Zeus in the final one and, like, undoing reality. Yeah. So if they follow the same pattern, I would imagine we kill, we fight Odin in the That's third game. Point, yeah. So I would imagine the next one is going to be Freya and Thor. So, yeah. 
Either way, I'm fucking excited. I fucking love that game. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll play that game until I'm too old to play games in general. So, cool. Anyway, so yeah, guys, couple weeks you won't hear from us. Uh, I'll be on the opposite coast next time we record, so I'll probably sound different, more Floridian. Yeah, it'd be like more like yeah, bros. Not or surfer like, dude. Yeah, probably. Bonies. No, I can't. What, like a Boston. Yeah, there we go. Like a Boston, New Yorker. Why would I sound fucking like up, that? Fucking up Stater. I yeah. don't know what you're talking I about. I wish I could What's sound like that? that. I don't give a shit. I, w- I would hire a speech therapist to learn how to talk Boston if I could. Well, you can actually. And I can't. Hire... I don't want to pay for that. <laughs> Unless they could teach me how to sound Irish. Well, Boston and Irish are close, but yeah. No, I want to sound like hardcore Irish. Like I just got off the With fucking... With a to your tongue? Yeah, I want it all, man. That was terrible, though. Please don't do that. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Um... Peace yeah, you know the drill and all that shit. All that stuff. But yeah. Anyway, uh, have a good one. Enjoy the next few weeks. Stay safe out there, and we will talk to y'all later. Put your mouth. Oh, sorry. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Mask on.